Welcome to The Cloaked. We are a collective of inquiring minds seeking answers to mysteries both past and present. Join us on our journey to discover that which remains hidden. And now, on with the show. Hello, hello, hello. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Cloaked. I'm your host, White Owl. And today I have another case, another missing 411 case that we'll be going over. Uh, before, some of the things on the news that you may have missed. Uh, now, um, this is coming from something that actually uh, Hoffman found. Um, the uh, Recently, you know, we've, we've always talked about these kinds of things of... A, you know, serial killers, you know, there's serial killers out there. The FBI, you know, says there's, you know, a certain amount of active killers uh, at any given time. Now, now we have here that a serial killer uh, was apprehended uh, from killing uh, an El Paso native in, in Dallas and in Halloween. Now, he, this man was identified as Jeremy Harris. Uh, now, Robert Orea, 19, was shot and killed in Dallas on October 31st. He, this uh, individual is being seen as a serial killer. He's been connected to, I guess, uh, another uh, death. And so, you know, one of these things that we've talked about, I mean, this guy is, he's fairly young. The uh, suspect in connection of this, the detective said that surveillance video shows that Harris met Ura. Ura? And which Harris appears to be summoning Era into a vehicle uh, in the passenger side and shoots him, according to the arrest warrant. Uh, there's no really other reason why he would have done such a thing. Uh, so that's being looked into. So he's being looked into some other killings, and we'll definitely keep you guys uh, posted uh, for these type of things. We've, you know, it's one of the things where we always talk about. You know, there's this, you know, see serial killers. They're constant. They're moving around. A lot of times they are hunting, if you will, in the same areas, or you know, they change patterns. Um, but they're a lot of times they're within the geographical area, or you know, if they're traveling, if they're a trucker of some sort, you know, they move from one place to another city to city. Um, you know, it, it it's very convenient uh, for some of these guys. Uh, but we definitely will keep an eye on this until uh, more information is released. Uh, they haven't really released a whole lot of information on any other other killings um, that he's suspected under this uh, this investigation. So we'll definitely keep you guys posted on a very bizarre news. I'm pretty sure you guys have heard of the monolith that uh, has been appearing. It's a, it's a very weird monolith. It's a very, very fucking strange monolith. Uh, it resembles that of the 2001 A Space Odyssey, if you guys seen it. Uh, Stanley Kubrick, who we mentioned a lot of times, um, as, as being a individual who a lot of people idolize. And one of the things is that, you know, he was this incredible individual that, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody uh, was uh, inspired by... Um, 2001 a space odyssey you know it, it it wouldn't be a surprising thing now this uh 
this monolith was, uh, I believe it was seen out in the desert, you know, a couple of days ago. And now it's appearing in Romania. See, it had, it's 13 feet tall and the exact height is, uh, that appeared in Utah. And that one, they said they think it was 12 feet. Um, again, now it's has appeared in Romania. Very weird. Very interesting. Um, this is going to be some weird viral marketing thing of some sort. I'm pretty sure we've talked about these things where, you know, even the Mothman one time we've talked about that it was being, uh, it was some kind of gimmick or some sort of some marketing and, uh, you know, some of those appearances appear to be kind of, uh, of a bit of a marketing thing. And I'm going to go ahead and think that there's a very good chance that it's going to be some kind of marketing scheme for something that's going to be either like on some streaming network like Hulu, HBO Max, Netflix even. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's going to be something similar, but it is I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty cool seeing this like huge like steel, you know, randomly being placed and uh all these areas so i'm pretty sure in a couple of days it's gonna go missing and it's gonna show up somewhere in fucking like i don't know in asia or somewhere you know western europe or iceland or canada or some shit like that i'm pretty sure but i mean that is i mean that is very interesting we'll definitely be keeping an eye on this it's definitely something that's going to be talked about for a while i mean who knows you know, on other news, uh, the Oak Island show is back. I mean, if you haven't seen it, it's a great show. We're going to be talking about the Oak Island uh, treasure in a couple of uh, weeks. And uh, in an episode, we're definitely going to do a deep dive. It might be a two-parter, I'm pretty sure. Um, I mean, if you know anything about Oak Island, it's very mysterious. There's a lot of information. The show has been running for a couple of years now. If you haven't seen it, um, it's definitely something to take a look at because... You know, it's very interesting. I mean, um, I think I believe the Trouble Channel has a a show on the uh, the relics, the lost relics of the Templar Knights or something like that. I think it's called. Um, it's also it's two guys that have that allegedly found these relics from the the Templars uh, from their treasure vault, and you know they're going out there authenticating this um, these relics. Very interesting, uh, an interesting show, especially if you like that Templar thing or you like treasure hunting or anything like that. Um, it's definitely something to take a look at. So definitely check that out. And so for our case today, we're looking at Jerry Lee McKinnon. Now he went missing back in September 21st of 2002 over there in Medicine Lake Road, McLeod, California. Now he was 48. He was about six foot tall, 180 pounds. Um, now Jerry was a rancher and a farmer in Middle Oregon. Now, approximately about two miles north of California border, Jerry assisted in a family business and was an avid outdoorsman. He was, you know, a single, you know, guy, you know, farmer, you know, maybe he was in farmer's meeting, you know, he would have been in that one of those things. Um, 
But anyways, uh, Jerry was very known throughout the town. I mean, he was very well known. A lot of people knew him. Um, they knew him as an experienced hunter. Um, you know, he would travel definitely a good extra distance for the sport. Uh, he didn't really use a rifle. He was more a, of a bow hunter now. Now, we've talked about uh, David Politis and uh, bow hunters. There's definitely a section in his new book, uh, The Hunters. And uh, where he talks about bow, specifically bow hunters, and I think that's very interesting. Just take a look. There's a lot of you know interesting stories. Um, we'll definitely be diving into a lot of that uh, in the future for sure. And you know, you should check definitely check a check that book out. There's also a documentary called um, the, for the Missing Four One One: The Hunters. Um, definitely check that out. It's very interesting. Uh, the last story there about a bow hunter, and we've talked about that one before about the like a predator like um, thing that somebody saw in Ohio. I think it was somewhere in Ohio. I remember, um, and it was a very interesting story. I suggest you guys to check it out. It's a very good storytelling uh, for sure. Uh, uh, and there's also evidence as a picture. There's also like more than two dozen uh, kids from high school uh, that were out there practicing band that saw this uh, UFO. It's very interesting. Check it out. But uh, the Jerry again, bow hunter. Uh, he was very experienced. Didn't use a rifle, but he was really good at you know hunting. He was really good at sneaking into uh, for a prey and hunting out the deer and elk. And so, you know, on Saturday, September 21st, 2002, around 5.30 a.m., Jerry left his family residence in his GMC pickup. Now, his pickup had a camper shell. A lot of people knew it. Very uh, distinguished vehicle. And now he, in the back of the vehicle, he carried a Honda motorcycle because the truck can only carry you for so far. And he would, you know, get on the Honda uh, motorcycle and then take off you know in, into the rugged country and go into the deep deep wooded area where he would go and hunt uh you know definitely ability to get to the areas where you definitely want to go um if if you're definitely hunting these uh you know deer that they move so quick and so you want to get into those areas where it's going to be a little bit more difficult for your average person to get to. Now, he was obviously very intelligent to use such a vehicle to get to some of the higher grounds. Uh, and, and not just the higher grounds, but it means further in depth into the woods. So, you know, he would use his vehicle. Now, Jerry's family didn't hear from him for four days. Four days. And he was missing. Now, the report went out on September 25th. Neighboring farmers, literally, this is a guy that is so well liked that other farmers dropped from working their harvests and immediately went out for the search and rescue now 48 year old hunter here again like i said he was very liked and very well known through his town and now they originally thought that maybe he had gotten lost um and you know they thought that maybe he would have been been in two different places that he could have visited now they weren't sure tracking that down and figuring that out was kind of somewhat difficult at first they thought he was maybe at the Klippeth marsh and then other people thought he was in the christmas valley to go hunting but both theories were incorrect he wasn't anywhere near these areas now a friend of jerry found his pickup truck 
and motorcycle about approximately 20 miles east of Mount Shasta. Now we talked about this Mount Shasta. Um, there's a lot of, uh, of these like folklore uh, stories that would definitely be talking about, uh, you know, the Lemurians. It's one of those things that we're going to be talking about pretty here pretty soon in the next couple of weeks. You know, like again, I say it's very interesting uh, stories well, along with that uh, folklore. Now, he, again, like he said, his truck was discovered in this area. Uh, also known as the Door Knob Snow Park. Now, a friend found Jerry's keys in, in the trunk where he would normally put his keys. I don't know. It was like a visor or in the glove compartment or in between the seats or something maybe. But he knew that jerry drove the truck here and put the keys there because that's where he normally puts them so he figured okay jerry obviously drove to this particular area dropped his truck there put his keys where he normally would put them you know people sometimes put certain things in certain areas and you know that person does that and so therefore they had this you know idea that okay jerry did park here you know he wasn't taken or anything like that you know one can conclude um or you know disprove a theory of such you know looking into that you know they so they finally struck and so the search begins they launch 70 search and rescue people under the direction of the shushu county sheriff's office um which headed the grounds in various teams of course they did a grid search as they usually do and of course they had dogs they had two teams of search dogs they did a four airplane launch and two helicopters all searching low and through the thick brushes of the covers in the area now these are area has small timbers and so there's nothing that um, really any of the tower areas wouldn't figure out where he would be. You know, if you would, you would definitely see some of these things. So the height of the search over the hundred searchers that went and participated in this grid search would have definitely spotted him. Again, you know, it's an area that can be quite difficult uh, to get through because of the uh, the thickness of the woods now they tried looking for tracks of course the scent definitely but the dogs and several of his friends who were interviewed at the time that jerry went missing were questioned and stated that jerry was a consummate outdoorsman and could handle anything out of the woods anything that was thrown at him and so you know they went out there and it, this search took days now after several days of searching uh, the county search and rescue teams had nothing to show nothing at all uh, jerry they didn't have anything to prove that jerry was actually in the area teams that never found anything now this included footprints uh, a scent um his equipment that he should have been carrying no arrows were found uh, no bottled water, no articles of clothing. As something, if Jerry had become injured, there was nothing to show that he had, you know, sh uh, shredded out his equipment or left any equipment behind. So none of that was found, and they didn't find anything of any kind of animals that may have killed him. You know, we often talked about like maybe like mountain lions and things like that, bears. Uh, and none of that was found. We always talk about these 
types of stories where hunters go out there and you know if or not just hunters i mean anybody that goes out there and gets you know get lost or, or goes missing you know one of the things is that they, they obviously they look they were out there hiking they had equipment you know is there any equipment being tossed around because that would show that they were lost they were tired and they could no longer carry some of that equipment so they start shedding out these equipment pieces that they can you know continue walking and do without and so you know that's one of the things that you, you would definitely look for and one of the things that would be the last thing to you know toss out would be water food and if you you were you had a rifle or a gun or um like like jerry here a bow hunter and so you know definitely one of those things that you would keep to the very end um so none of that was found no tracks no no footprints no footprints in the dirt uh you know it's almost like this truck was just parked there jerry got out of this vehicle and then bam vanished where did he go why why are the why, why are the dogs not finding anything no footprints no scent isn't it strange wouldn't you know it's almost like jerry was there and 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 then just vanished you know it's like if his he had no scent you know it's like jerry went out there didn't even fart nothing you know he was out there by himself nothing no smell he didn't smell like anything you know no sweat no any kind of order of of saying that that was jerry you know nothing like that so where where the fuck is jerry you know where did he go you know nothing's being picked nothing's being seen you know where nothing nothing's being found no equipment when I mean, you you would think you would find some equipment some scent by the dogs and nothing's being found so you know you, you come up with the theories you know what happened to him now of course you know you try to think and go through the logical route you know try to think well mary jerry got lost wandered off and you know severely um got turned around maybe he didn't have maybe he had some kind of like a tylenol thing and had a reaction you know got disoriented and walked down deeper through the woods um but then you gotta figure like where's his equipment where are the footprints why the dogs didn't pick up his scent you know things like that you know, you, have, you have to really question all those things you know you could have logical theories but you gotta have other evidence to suggest that he went this direction he went that direction he got lost and you know you know where's where's his stuff you know you really gotta ask these type of questions now there's definitely um you know a lot of suggestions that were you know jerry jerry was armed obviously bow and arrow he was a very stealthy guy bow hunter you know if if you're a bow hunter you gotta be stealth and so you know there's theories that maybe jerry saw something you know something he should have seen and then maybe he was killed taken kidnapped maybe something else snuck up on him and took him left him without no trace now he's a bow hunter you think he would be in so high alert that he would know if somebody or something was sneaking up on him now the theory is what if what if he was out there in stealth mode you know hunting something and he knew something was out there you know something he couldn't really identify it turns out something is hunting him you know something he can't see you know we've i mentioned before and 
in the opening of, of this episode of the predator like hunter, you know, go stealth completely like the movie predator. That's it, literally what it's what I'm suggesting. And you got to see the documentary of the hunters. Uh, there's a story there about you know, this bow hunter who saw something that they really couldn't tell what it was. So there's this uh, story, right, with Jan McAbee, um, wife of Bruce McAbee, who's an American physicist. Now, Jan McAbee was out there hunting in their property when she saw something up in the tree when she was hunting. Now, she's a bow hunter. She's a very good bow hunter. She's very experienced, and she has the knowledge to be out there, uh, to be a hunter. Now, she took a picture when she saw something out up in the tree line. And it appeared to be something like the predator. Now, when she told this to her husband, she couldn't really describe what she saw. And so Bruce McAbee said, you mean like the predator? And showed her the movie, The Predator. And she was like, yes, it looks something like that. Now, is there aliens or anything out there? Maybe a hunters or some kind of company of some blacklisted, uh, some company that we don't know that's working with the government that's using this type of technology, this cloaking technology out there, or maybe somebody has it that we don't know hunting and killing people that are out there in the woods. I mean, very outlandish theory, but I mean, as we know now, the government has said that UFOs are definitely something that are real. So, you know, just saying, you know, and this is again, this is the wife of Bruce McAbee, an American physicist, and you know, very credited. So, you know, it has to be one of those things where, you know, he was employed by the U.S. Navy and he has knowledge for this stuff. And his wife, Jan McAbee, you know, very experienced hunter, would know what she saw. Just, you know, it wasn't a bird. She knew it wasn't any other animal she has never seen before. So, again, did Jerry encounter something like this? And whatever it was, maybe alien, maybe not, and killed Jerry, took him, or something like that. And, you know, it's one of those things that we really don't know because we haven't located or know what happened to Jerry. Now, the location where Jerry disappeared is close to the shadow Mount Shasta. Now, there's a predominant presence in the area uh, of a, snow, a snowmobile park. Now, it's a very desolate area. The location with Jerry's uh, disappearance is approximately 25 miles from McLeod. Now, there was some other mysterious uh, cases where people went missing in that area. Now, the spot offers a mundane type of landscaping. There's really not a whole lot of landscaping you know it's very plain uh, so you really couldn't hide any of the bodies you know somebody really couldn't hide uh, very well out there you know there's no really uh there is a small hills there are no huge peaks it's an immediate area there are large bodies of water nearby though and we've talked about you know large waters uh being pretty close to where people go missing um, again, but they searched these water areas. No body was ever found. And so, you know, again, they used the helicopters to kind of fly in the area. They utilized a flare uh, in the area. Nothing came up on, on, on any of these. They searched through the shrubs. Again, no heat signatures, nothing like that. Now, again, Jerry was an outdoor experience guy. 
the fact that no equipment was ever found, nothing was ever found in the area, no evidence that he ever went missing there. So where the fuck is Jerry? You know, I've warned people when they go hunting, when they go out there into the woods, be prepared. You know, you hear all these stories of men who are very capable, avid hunters, smart, very experienced, carrying a weapon, sometimes two weapons, you know, a handgun, a rifle, a a bow and and a gun. You know, they, they carry a knife. You know, these are guys, these are fully grown men capable of, of fighting whatever may have attacked them, if anything, but capable. How did they go missing without any evidence of a struggle, without any information, without any scent, money, any equipment being found? Nothing. So what happened to these guys? You know, my theory is Jerry went out there. He was hunting something snuck up on him for sure there's no evidence of any struggle there was no blood found no scent um i don't think he saw something he shouldn't have you know again no footprints no anything there would have been some kind of sign of a struggle if there was a struggle uh he would have shot an arrow or something he you know there were you would have seen something signs of something but nothing was found you know, I'll, I'll leave your theories to yourself. Of course, post them. Send us on Facebook, Twitter. Hit us up. Let us know how we're doing. Give us a rating on iTunes. That's how other people are able to find us. Tell your friends. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Laters. <laughs>